Welcome to Advancing the Agenda. I'm your host, Michael Abramson, and today's topic is America's supply chain crisis. We're going to be discussing why it's happening, some possible solutions, and what it means for America. So the first question is, why are we having a supply chain crisis? Well, as we've seen, we have, we have massive ships waiting to be unloaded in the ports at Los Angeles, Long Beach, and Savannah. In fact, there are over 100 ships just being waited to be unloaded for LA and Long Beach. And these ships can't dock because the ships that are in the harbor have been, not been unloaded. So the ships are waiting at sea, sometimes for as much as 10 days. And these goods that are in these ships account for a large portion of our imports. In fact, the ships at LA and Long Beach account for 40% of the United States imports on an annual basis. The reasons for the supply chain crisis are not entirely understood. The supply chain is very, very complex with many different pieces. An overview of what would happen at these ports would be as follows. When the ship docks, cranes offload the cargo containers onto the dock. The cargo containers are then inspected. The cranes move the cargo containers onto trucks. The trucks move the goods. The goods are offloaded from a truck into a warehouse. And the goods are then moved from a warehouse to a store where they're sold. So we can have problems in many different areas. There can be a shortage of equipment, such as cranes, trucks, warehouses. There can be a shortage of workers, such as crane operators, longshoremen, that is those who works at the ports, inspectors, truckers, and people may not be working efficiently or they may be working slowly. For instance, we've seen articles about how crane operators are indeed doing that, how they're working slowly. On the other end of the spectrum for the supply chain, we have rising demand and therefore more goods are being shipped in order to meet this demand. But the question is, is the demand higher than it had been during pre-pandemic levels? Is the demand unprecedented? Have we ever had this many ships to the, coming to the country before? If so, were we able to handle it then? And if we were, what were we doing differently? We need to figure out that question. There's no easy fix to the supply chain crisis, but I'd like to offer four pathways. The first is that we need to get all of the parties together and discuss the problems. We need to hear all of their concerns. You can't just speak with maybe the truckers or speak with the people who work at the ports. You need to speak with everyone because each has a piece in the supply chain problems. A piece of the supply chain process which prevents the process from moving efficiently or moving at its maximum speed is often called a bottleneck. We have to find the bottleneck or bottlenecks in America's supply chain issues. Secondly, we need a thorough investigation of what's going on. And we can't just talk to the heads of the company because the presidents are gonna tell you one thing, but they might not know what's actually going down on the ground. We have to go to the ports, talk to the workers there, talk to the people who move the goods off the ships and the people who transport them via trucks. 
President Trump once told a story about Iraq where it was so important for him to be on the ground because it was those generals who explained to him why we weren't advancing against ISIS like we should have. And President Trump relayed a message that his father once told him that said no one got rich sitting behind a desk. And I think that is applies to our supply chain issue, that we have to go there and find out from the workers about what is going on. Third, we have to use our country's intellectual capital to deal with this crisis. We have great individuals and companies who know how to deal with supply chains. So let's talk with the leaders at Amazon, Walmart, and UPS, among others, who are great at supply chain work. Let's talk to academic leaders from business schools and talk to supply chain experts from the military and have all of these people work on the problem together and come up with an answer. When we think of what we've done with the COVID vaccines, how we were able to distribute hundreds of millions of vaccines and produce and distribute the needles, the alcohol swabs, the gauze, the band-aids, how we were able to distribute all of this life-saving material. And it shows that we have the capacity to build great supply chains and fix this problem. The fourth area that we need to fix is we need to talk about streamlining government regulations that there are government regulations that are preventing us from ironing out this problem. For example, we may need to change the process for approving trucking licenses and allow people to go over state lines. Also, we may need to have approval for moving goods via the air. The supply chain crisis brings up three issues for the long term. First of all, it shows the massive amounts of imports that our country brings in each year. The United States is largely dependent on the rest of the world for a good portion of our goods. And this can be anything from blue jeans to toilet paper. And of course, it's, it will be an inconvenience if we can't get those goods, but it can be critical if we don't get goods such as pharmaceuticals. And we need to bring back supply chains back to the United States. And we need to start off with the most important, which of course would be pharmaceuticals and other medical devices that we need to survive. And the massive amounts of imports also indicate how many jobs we've shipped abroad to other countries. As more and more goods get made overseas, America lose those good manufacturing jobs. The second issue is that if we have a shortage of workers for our supply chain now, we need to know why those workers are no longer working. Our economy as a whole is facing a worker shortage in many areas. And a country does not operate unless our citizens are working and making money. So we need to understand why these workers have left. Has it been because of COVID? Has it been because of incentives that the government has created not to work? We need to find these answers. And the last thing for the long term that we need to look at is an overhaul of how our ports work. The first question is, do we need more ports? LA and Long Beach account for 40% of our imports. We have a new port, which is in Savannah, Georgia, which over the past few years had been deepened so that big ships could come in. 
but we need to look and see whether or not we should have ports in other cities. Because if these three ports go down, it can be tremendous damage to our country. We also need to look at whether we're missing efficiencies at these ports. Do we need more automation? Do we need to change the way that we're doing things? And we should compare the efficiencies and speed of, speeds of our ports to other ports throughout the world. And we need to make sure that our ports are the best and most efficient in the world. I look forward to speaking with you next time on Advancing the Agenda.